Hey, hey. Welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob, and with me is... Shelby! And Lef. Oh, shit. It's holiday month. Do, do, do. There's, like, some Jingle Bell playing and, and shit. Uh, one of those cliched, like, uh, like kind of Christmas-themed uh, intros that shows will kind of use, like, sleigh bells. And, like, you might hear, ho, 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 in the background or something. That That's all. You should think about that. And, when you hear and, the and you imagine snow as well, because yeah, you know. yeah, and you're like you, you have a warm cup of uh, coffee or, or or hot chocolate. Coffee. Or, or, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I love coffee. Yeah, but that's right, not so. a Christmas drink. Yeah, you know, it's like hot chocolate. Yeah. or something. Or eggnog maybe. Some nog. Some nog. Get down, drink some noggin foggers elixir. Oh. Maybe you'll become a skeleton. Uh. <laughs> you know, noggin fogger. Back when I was when I was playing the game that I came from, uh, a one called World of Warcraft, to me that was like the coolest thing because it was so weird in the game. Like that was vanilla WoW. There wasn't all this weird shit as much. And Noggenfogger was this potion that you could get from a quest. And it was kind of a long quest just to get the stupid thing. And it would turn you into a pirate or a skeleton or make you gnome sized. And did it have any other other traits left? Those oh, were- a feather fall. Yeah, there was just a couple that I remember. I remember mostly the skeleton. Everyone seemed to be a skeleton. I thought it was only a skeleton for the longest time. <laughs> you would just chug. I mean, people would just chug those things because they would stack on each other and shit too. So, good old noggin, good old noggin foggers. Break out the nog, perhaps noggin foggers. There you go. That would be uh, that, that, that would that would be a funny drink for them to make, like a noggin fogger elixir. Like you know, no, yeah, the actually actually market it, yeah. Oh, I'd buy that. I would too. Noggin foggers, amazing. Shelby, you know what noggin foggers is? You just told us. Yeah, you do now. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say. <laughs> you never played World of Warcraft, right? Uh, nope. You're such a smart person. <laughs> Stay free of that wonderfully wonderful game. That well, it looks fun though. Your life. And didn't they? It is fun. Um, I say just recently, but I mean like probably in the past like few years, give it like a huge graphics overhaul or something. Yeah, I think during the last uh, the Draenor, Warlord of the Draenor. Is yeah, right yeah, Draenor yeah. up the model res and stuff like that. So it is still a nice looking game because they because stylized games age better. They look in they look better in VR, and they're they're more memorable. I like stylized games more than than ultra realistic ones. Yeah, maybe. same. Agreed. Yeah, except for that weird creepy lady in uh, the Monster Hunter worlds. <laughs> the handler. She's creepy. Let's talk about Monster Hunter World since I segued into it. Uh, no, I do not. So there goes there crushes my dreams. <laughs> you elite no, scumbag. You cannot, you cannot enjoy such exclusive demos <laughs> as this. <laughs> Anyways, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. But I, I'm not big on Monster Hunter. But you did like it, right? I had fun. I had fun. Whether you it, would commit to playing the whole game is a question. I mark. don't know. I, so two things that prevent me is the grind. And the fact that a lot of the monsters are too much like real animals, and it, it bums me out to kill them. Like the uh, the one the the fucking rock monster wasn't so bad that we fought in the second mission. Why was he not like, so bad? He was. He's all covered in stone and shit, so it's not quite as like uh, 
I can't uh, make that connection between him and like a cow or, or a fucking bear. Oh, or oh, you mean it wasn't so bad to kill him because he felt yeah, it more, wasn't as okay. hard because he was more monstrous. And okay. The last one was was pretty much definitely an aggressive carnivore, so it's not as bad. But I don't know. Even then, the last the last guy we fought, <sighs> I don't know. the big T Rex dude. Yeah, he was cool. It was cool. I just wish that they were like you know like robbing food from the town and, and like killing people and, and like, I don't know, selling drugs to children or something, <laughs> then, then I wouldn't feel bad about murdering the shit out of them. Well, you know, typ- typically whenever you, in old Monster Hunter games, they haven't really, I don't, I haven't read much of the, the text in this one right now, but in old Monster Hunter games, it's just like, Hey, a merchant was traveling through this area and then he got attacked by this monster and he's hoping you can go kill the monster so that he can walk through this area again. Like that Walk seems through a new area, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> that's his area. You know, if they had made, if they did a Monster Hunter version, but instead they used like demons or weird evil spirits and shit, like the, just Monster Hunter as it is now, but then we just use like a uh, Japanese yokai in sh- instead. I, I, I could get behind that. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be fun. I think I think if you kept playing it, and then like the further you get, the more badass and powerful the monsters are. So the more they need to be dealt with, because you're a lot of them are like elder dragons, and they're not good monsters. Like as you can see, and when you walk around. So one thing about Monster Hunter World versus old Monster Hunter games is that the levels are are very large. And there's a lot more other life. Like, did you see, like, the little foxes running around? And, like, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of other things there. Um, and a lot of them you don't even need, you can't even fight. And then there's the herbivores you can kill for meat. And then, uh, but beyond that are all the evil monsters, the, the carnivores. And they're basically going to kill you if they see you. So, you know, if you were out in the wild and a lion yeah. attacked you, would you be like, well, myself. I guess I got to yeah. roll yeah. over and, and let this lion win because no, it would be I, improper for me to to kill a lion i'd unleash my true form and i would destroy it exactly course, and that's and that's all the monster hunters are doing but they're going out looking for trouble it's like you know you they're not looking hunting, for trouble they're being hired hunting ivory tusks no and no, shit. no 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 we're not we're poachers the the scraps we get <laughs> off the monsters is just a bonus we're there to kill the monsters to make travel safe for humans where do you weigh in on this, Shelby? Are you cool, cool killing the monsters? Um, well, they're just virtual monsters, so I don't feel too too. That's horrible. a good point. We kill monsters That's, in D. That is a good point. Yeah, but we don't see those guys. That sounds bad. Yes. <laughs> we don't see them like nursing their family and shit. You don't see their family in Monster Hunter. Oh, of course. Let's segue. Let's sidetrack for a second. We did. We did. Some somebody in our group killed a accidentally killed a adult skunk, and then its pops came out, Uh-oh. and or kits. I should say. So mm-hmm. the DM's like, oh, here's a bunch of kits. You just killed the you, you, kill, you killed the skunk for no reason, and now its kits are there. And then two of our members Well, did you kill it for sk- no reason? They, the skunk was killed for no reason. Okay, well, so these monsters and Monster Hunter... You're- well, no, this is a side one. This is, this is, this, yes, this yeah, is I know, but what, what I'm saying is, yes, if you kill a skunk for no reason, then yeah, you should feel bad, because you killed it for no fucking reason. Like- That's really not my point of the story. <laughs> the the, fo- the follow up was what the point was. Then the little kits came out, oh, and they it's funny to what happens when you the... interrupt people when they're in the middle of the point, eh? You know what happened? <laughs> I apologize for that last episode, and was not rude about it. Following that, and, uh, <laughs> you are attacking me when I'm trying to tell a fucking story about kits. Good. I, th- I think they're kits. I think it's pups, isn't it? Is it pups for skunks? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, the little babies come out, and then they murder the babies too. This is sad. It wasn't was me. Point. It wasn't me that killed the skunk no, babies. No, you, you, you wanted to kill the babies, though. No, I didn't. 
Yes, you, you were like, just kill them. They're going to die anyways. We could have had a bunch of little, little, little babies. And then we had skunk soup. <laughs> it's true. So you're horrible people is what you're saying. It's yeah. No, yeah. More, yeah. no more horrible than your average butcher. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. The butcher, I, I'm against veal, which is kind of the equivalent, you know, where they like use little baby lambs and shit. You'll, you'll eat chicken, though. <sighs> Reluctantly, but chickens are, are are fully grown, right? They don't they don't do they don't eat chicks, do they? No, but it's still an animal that's dying for you to eat it. Oh yeah, I, I'm I was just talking about babies. Yeah, little pups, little little, little, little tiny little pups. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll eat anything to survive, obviously, and possibly including people. Who knows? Who every, knows what happens when you're in that situation? Every time we talk about Monster Hunter, we get onto this topic <laughs> every single time. Let's 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 rewind a little bit and focus on the gameplay of the Monster Hunter demo. Yeah, so there's a few things that I really it's really different from from it that I'm I'm kind of enjoying. So um, in old Monster Hunter games, the maps are relatively small, and you would do you would throw a paintball at the monster. So once you found the monster, you would paintball him, and then that would keep track of him for when he travels around the map. Um, so the game has changed drastically. Now the maps are are huge. It's very easy to get lost in a cave system in one of the maps, um, as I can attest to. And maybe you, Rob, did you get lost in a cave system last night, too? Nope. No? Okay, just me then. <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're, they're paths, so you just follow them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, one, one thing that this game, the way it does, the way you track monsters is almost like a minigame unto itself. So, in, in the past, you would literally just run from one area to another looking for the monster. You find them, you paintball them, you play the you fight the monster that was pretty much the game but but now how it works is you 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 as you kind of travel around the map you find footprints or uh, claw marks or or sheddings of their skins and things like that so you find and you track the monsters and you have these things called scout flies so the mm-hmm. scout flies will um, the more of the the these things like footprints that you gather the more information for the scout flies and then once you acquired enough the scout flies will then just lead you right Right to it um so it's glowing it, stuff yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're like the green glowing flies and they'll also yeah. like highlight items <laughs> for you as well um so i've been really liking how that works because one thing that I, I you know in the past especially though it doesn't take long to find the monster but with the level being much bigger it takes longer to find the monster and it's easier, especially if you're fighting a flying monster, it will take off, and then you'll be like, well, I don't know where it went, because these levels are so huge, so um, if you, it'll kind of give you an incentive to want to collect all the little parts so the scout flies will track them. Um, so it's just one element that I'm really liking of the game so far. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, it seemed convenient. I mean, I I've, I've, I've tried playing, I think, like, three or four different Monster Hunter games, and only ever played for, like, four or five hours, so certainly no expert. Uh, but yeah, that was convenient. And oh my god, my cat! <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought that was convenient, and the game looks really, really nice. Oh, it's, it's so a pretty! Big upgrade from uh, the 3DS version. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you hear anything about the Switch one by any chance? Just the uh, the double cross. That's what it's called, right? Oh yeah, are they coming out with one for the Switch? I didn't even know. I think it might even already be out. Really? In Japan, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, not here. You yeah, well, like, the, yeah, the thing with, with this one is that this is, like, one of their first Monster Hunter releases that's going to be international, like, all oh, yeah? regions at the same time, yeah. Oh, that's cool. January 28th, right? Or 26th? Uh, 20, 26th, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting time. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could, my, my attention will stay on it. You know, those games are so long. 
but it seems more convenient than other games. Oh, um, one second. I gotta go stop my cat. Shenanigans. <laughs> I lock my cat up during bonus barrel. Oh, do you? Well, I feed him, and then he's usually content to being locked into a room for around an hour or two. He okay. just goes to sleep. Um, oh, okay. So he's fine. <laughs> oh, she's because my desk is right next to uh, right, right next to my bed, and then the cat's playing, and I'm trying to keep her busy by playing with her, but she just almost fell off. Uh, so that was fun she's fallen off before sometimes like she'll go like leap attack something and then just like completely miss that and just sail right off of the bed and it's like holy fuck oh kittens and then she lands and she's like oh okay never doing that again I've learned my lesson don't cat it's gone speaking of cats yeah just cats and monster hunter and oh great oh my god okay I gave up <laughs> uh yeah cats and monster hunter yeah they're they're adorable and there's cat puns galore i suppose you they use catapults huh? oh, i like that yeah i thought you would so uh the presets of the monster hunter demo one of them has a character who looks just like tommy Wiseau, <laughs> and yeah. i picked him and called myself Wiseau, nice. and then i picked the cat and called it denny oh hi denny <laughs> No, you called the cat Mog. No, I, that's the first time when, when I had to replay. It doesn't save anything, so when oh, I was okay. playing with Lef, I renamed it. Yeah. First time I called Mog. If I was playing the game for real, I would call it Mog for sure. But, Stupid you know, fucking that's... cat. <laughs> Our kittens just seem to be like shit disturbers at the same fucking time. Yeah. Early morning Sunday. That's <sighs> kitty cat rambunctious hour. Actually, I'm going to like lock her out of the room. Uh... I did that before, and then she would scratch the door, and it'd get really annoying, but I'll just put, like, a towel or something, like, around the bottom of it. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm by myself. Bonus barrel with just left. Oh. Rob just left. So welcome to Left's Bonus Barrel. Um, we talk about Total War and Monster Hunter all day, every day. Um, there actually is an update that they put out for Total War Warhammer 2. Um, so anyone who doesn't know Warhammer 2, you have uh, a faction called the Skaven, which are rat people. We talk about them a little bit because of Vermintide. Oh. And they... Oh, hey, Shelby. Hi. Welcome to... I'm talking about... This is... Since I'm the only one here, we're doing Left's Bonus Barrel, where we only talk about Total War and Monster Hunter games. Oh. <laughs> so I was I was talking about some new Total War DLC. Oh, nice. Um Yeah, they, they released, like, you know, the Skaven and how they're all, like, you know, technologically advanced for rat people. Mm -hmm. Um... So they're doing a DLC where you can use like Skaven technology to um, uh, manipulate the game and stuff. So it's pretty fun, and you can like set gravity to zero, so people will go flying into the air when they get hit by something. So, damn. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun, and it's made specifically to kill your computer. Jesus. 
Yeah, they, they literally said, we have done no testing kind of thing, like, on how this is supposed to work with, like, we have no recommended settings for this, mm-hmm. because since the settings just change every, you can change, like, unit sizes to be absolutely massive and stuff, mm-hmm. um, so it's just like, hey, we have absolutely no recommended settings on this, the whole point is for it to slow your computer down, so it's kind of a fun DLC. Uh, yeah, so there was technical audio issues, whoops, uh, oh. now we're back. Yeah! Yeah! Woo. Uh, we're talking about Monster Hunter World. Yes, I think we were kind of done. Um, yeah, I think so too. It's great. I love it. I'm looking extremely forward to the full release. And January is going to be a very busy month for games. Because Vermintide 2 comes out pretty much the same day. So, yeah. Tide, yeah. I thought I had something I didn't. Be good. I didn't know Vermintide, like the first one came out for uh, console. Oh, yeah. Um, It was free for xbox gold people last oh. weekend and it completely yeah. crashed their servers <laughs> what was free for gold last weekend Ver- vermintide yeah oh, that's what my cool. brother was asking me if i wanted to play and i was like the fuck are you talking about it's not a console and he's like yeah bro yeah, yeah it is it, it is now nice. yeah and then it got uh they just i guess the gold people just overloaded their their servers and then <laughs> Yeah, and then everyone was just like, fuck you, <laughs> console people, and it was funny. I was laughing. Oh. Gold people. <laughs> oh, PC. Uh, speaking of PC and consoles, but less about PC, more about consoles, the Video Game Awards was this week. Uh, yeah! Video Game Awards! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shelby, Shelby you watched it, right? I did, yeah. And left you did not watch it. Boo, right? boo, video <laughs> game awards. Great. So let's start with a simple thing. What's your general opinion of the whole concept of the VGA? Uh, I think they're good for the industry. Um, yeah, me too. I just, uh, I, you know, hopefully it moves. Uh, I don't know if it was on TV or not. If it was bra- broadcast on on t- TV, but it would be nice if it was because then it gets mm. more uh, recognition. People. Um, you know, are introduced to it versus just being purely a live stream. Because, um, yeah, not everybody's going to be watching on, on the interwebs. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, would be nice if, if, if that was the case. But otherwise, yeah, I think I think it's really uh, it's really good. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I think it's good for industry, too. Left, what about you? You seem like you were booing it, so did you liked it? No, I did not like it. Left, what? How could that be? Um, There's a couple of reasons. Um, okay, so number one, I just want to say, yep. so I, uh, I mostly was super upset over one category winner and I'll talk about that too. Um, but mm-hmm. then I went to Twitter to voice my concern, um, <laughs> where I just said that the video game awards are a farce. Um, and so someone <laughs> oh said, <laughs> someone, someone said, I don't tend to take VGA seriously. But excited for some stuff in the way Okai was hilarious. So he was. that's yeah, and, and that's fine. Excited for game trailers and a hilarious dev just losing his mind on TV was an enjoyable thing to see. But <laughs> it but it's the very first sentence where I don't tend to take VGA seriously. That's what's disappointing. Because how is this good for the industry if people don't take it seriously? That's one person. Well, it's, Beca- it's fairly no, new no, no, no. too. It's only been around for a few years. So yeah, eventually- that's. It'll yeah. get better. It we better because it, it has been in getting its better. First years of life, you know, you gotta, my problem you gotta crawl before you can before you can walk, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's my true. problem with it is that this is way too console heavy, way no, too Nintendo heavy, and well, the, okay, back up one second. 
That's this year. Nintendo hasn't okay. won anything until now. But well, it's 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 too heavy Nintendo and so anyways, <laughs> the All right. some categories were absolutely stupid. Um if you want to be taken seriously, get rid of favorite esports player and favorite esports team. Those are dumb categories for video game awards. What about favorite like YouTuber and shit too? Favorite internet personality or whatever the hell that was. Was that? I didn't even see that, that as an option. That, Doctor was, that is terrible. Um, there's one for best Chinese game. That seems kind of weird. Um, you think it's ra- you think it's racist? No, I'm just saying, why do we distinguish a Chinese game? Why can't well, all of a sudden we're going to be like, oh, here's your best Canadian game. Here's your best <laughs> French game. Like, that's dumb. Like, it's just, here's your best Mongolian weird. game. It's, just, it's, it's a dumb category. But the dumbest category, well, the category itself is fine. Their choice for winner was the poorest choice I've ever seen. So, best strategy game goes to okay. Mario Rabbids. That. I'm sorry to say that. Oh, I'm dead. I didn't mean to see that in a mean way, but that is such <laughs> no. a stupid, stupid option for that. Now, that's what? why that's why they're obviously showing too much favoritism towards Nintendo. That game was great. I don't know. What I'm not saying about. it's a bad game. I'm saying it is not. What was it up against? Well, I have no fucking clue. I just saw what won what. I just looked at winners and I saw Mario Rabbids won. I would love to know who it competed oh, okay. against. Okay, so the other the other nominees for best strategy game uh, were Halo Wars Two, Total War Warhammer Two. Tooth and Tail, which I've never heard of, and XCOM 2 War of the Chosen. So XCOM, Total War, and Halo Wars probably should have been, like, the front runners for that. But, yes, I do agree now that I look at it. Why the fuck would Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle? It's a great game. Win? It is yeah, not. But I haven't played the like... other ones, though. <laughs> but what, okay, let's let's talk about, okay, so XCOM has the same mechanics as Mario and Rabbids, if I'm not mistaken. they basically the same gameplay. And from what people have said, and I'm not an expert. That uh, XCOM, they basically lifted XCOM's mechanics and put it into Mario Rapids. Same developers, right? Both Ubisoft? I think so, yeah. So if we're talking about just gameplay, then I, I don't see... That. Why does it not stand up with the rest of them? If, if it has similar gameplay as the, one of the well, other great strategy the, games. The, the, fact, the, the fact that you just... any games... I can't talk. The fact that yeah. you just said this the game rips off XCOM, but yet it beat XCOM, that, that's a problem the right theme. there. No, but, it's not that's problematic because the theme's more interesting. <laughs> People like Mario more than they like generic sci-fi dudes. Okay, you, it's just how it is. So the X so Halo Wars Two isn't even out yet, is it? Like, why is that? Why is that even? I don't there? know why that's on there. It's just so there. I, I don't understand that out? option. No, it has to be. They I don't put it think there, so. Because Creative Assembly is working on it. The Total War guys are doing Halo Wars Two. Um, that's hilarious if it's not out. That's I don't think it's thing. out. But like, that's like. Uh, Total War. I'm obviously a little biased in the Total War category of things here, but there's no doubt in my mind that Total War does not has a hundred percent more depth than Mario plus Rabbids would have. So I wanted to play Mario plus Rabbids. Now I will never fucking touch that game. I'm so pissed. Uh, side note: Halo Wars Two has been out since February. Uh, oh, so it's definitely out. Um, uh, yeah, that's a silly reason not to play it. No, it's if, not. If, even even if you don't take if you don't take VGA seriously and and you don't. Why would you let it stop you from playing what is still a good game? Out of some weird like pride over your favorite game not being chosen. They like I it. get I, don't get me wrong, I can see why you think Total War should win because I, I that's a well established series that it has a massive amount of, of stuff going on. Uh, yeah. But if it's voted by fans and the casual people aren't gonna pick those games because they're too fucking hard to play if, for a Kaji. So that's why it lost. Ha- apparently they did it half the vote was from 
fan people and the other half was from like 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 a hundred like industry reviewers or some shit i forget how they said they did it but yeah that, that would Whatever. probably explain why, why it's I it's dumb that's not being it's a it's a combat or an award show that's barely being taken seriously by people who watch it so <laughs> i i give no credence for this award show and it's stupid so are you saying that you do not accept the winner of that category i don't honestly like i don't expect i don't accept the winner of any of the categories because if you screwed up one category so poorly <laughs> i have very little faith that you got any of them right <laughs> that's fair i certainly respect your opinion uh, I, I'm not passionate about that category, so I don't really care. If if uh, Total War had won, I would not have blinked an eye. I wouldn't have been surprised. Because it would have been what should have won. I mean, I've only played one of the games in that category, so what can I say? I can't be objective about it. You've played like all the rest of them besides Mario Rabbids? Well, I've never played. I played XCOM before, but not that okay. one. But <laughs> I'm just fucking around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, It's weird. <sighs> There was other stuff like I thought Persona Five should have won the music award, uh, but yeah. again I haven't listened. I did not listen to Near, so maybe Near is is amazing and will blow me away. So I I'm trying to. I, I it's hard when you haven't played all all of them uh, to really be completely objective. Maybe maybe it deserved the win. maybe Mario Rabbids did deserve the win. Left maybe you you haven't played it. Maybe you will your mind will be blown away by how fun it is. Maybe and how charming it is. Maybe Doubt- very charming. Doubtful. I think if Seiji were here, we'd be having a com- like a completely different debate but he's uh yeah, Sage would just be quiet and say nothing until we were done and then he would have some insightful <laughs> thing about the industry or something no once he once he gets into it he gets pretty passionate so when, yeah, which especially when nintendo's involved yeah exactly he he would i think he was enjoying this year because of nintendo winning a lot but like i said earlier nintendo won nothing for like the last four or five years before this one because they barely got in there because of the Wii. The Switch had a really good year. We have to acknowledge that it was a it was a good year of games for Switch. Good year of games in general. Twenty eight or twenty seventeen was awesome. Fair enough. Um, there was slightly less lame Switch commercials. There was no <laughs> Switch. So I was kind of uh, disappointed about that. Shelby May was angry for one of the one of the winners of of uh, best RPG category. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't angry so much as what won, but how they announced it. And that was during the VGAs. There were categories that they announced uh, that they spent a lot of time on. Stuff like best esports team, best esports player, or favorite, or whatever. And these people mm-hmm. getting a spotlight. But when it just came to announcing big things like best action adventure game, best RPG, they glazed right over them. It was like didn't even tell the nominees. Wow. Just said no. It just glazed this, right uh, over. Blah blah one. It's like best RPG yeah. Persona Five. Best wow. Action adventure, wow. Mario. So they focused more heavily on the best, best esports e-sport. player than <laughs> yeah. the actual like best RPG. Because the thing is that RPG That's and action adventure stupid. are huge categories. That's you know? exactly right. See, this is dumb. Can That's we move on from gonna, this topic? No, I no. no there's more. There's more stuff. They're gonna as we you know take this apart. This is our post mortem. We're taking this fucking video games <sighs> award show apart, and then hopefully they listen to the show and fucking get. Their well, shit they definitely together. do. Here's a pro. Uh, Reggie Fizeme, who I love whenever he shows up, comes up. He shows off a port of uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 to Switch, which I think is pretty awesome, especially because most people don't have a Wii U, so you definitely should play uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2. It's fucking great. Uh, and then he's like, oh, you think that's all I've got? I've got one more thing. And then they did a teaser announcement for Bayonetta 3. Yeah, it looks Woo! really cool. I'm excited. I love Bayonetta. Yeah. I always wanted to play it. Maybe I'll try it this time. It's, uh, I, it's, I said that for the Wii U, but we'll see. Did you say it was exclusive? Uh, yes, exclusive, as far as I know. Yeah. Cool. Exclusive to Switch. Um, 
there's Baby Vore in the uh, in 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 the the, the VGA. Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, I was, I was gonna say in Bayonetta. Uh, or is this Death Stranding? Well, I've like, seen you the, know what? It I've would seen... not be out of place in Bayonetta. <laughs> that, that's why I was asking. Um, I saw I saw that there was like an eight minute Death Stranding trailer, and I was like, it was, and it was cool, I don't I don't was know like, if I want to watch this. Oh, it was great music yeah. video. A great yeah yeah. It looked uh, super it was, cool. Yeah, it, I think it's a game that's going to legit creep me out. But, but there's a part where Norman Reedus is underwater and he opens his mouth and it, he zooms into his mouth down his throat and you see a little baby and it gets a thumbs up. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was, it was fucking weird. Know. No one knows. It's Have so you, weird. Did you, did you see any gameplay yet? No. Uh, I don't know. But okay. at this point, I don't care. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. I'm just asking no, if we've seen any. I literally don't know because for all I know, that was a cutscene in the game. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably just a, a, a video they made for this, but it looks the really good stuff, though. Like the actual, yeah, like cool. the look of it is very like, it's it's very creepy. Yeah, and, I, I get I the know, feeling. That's the first. So Nor- Norman Reedus showed up. For those of you who may not know, he plays what? What's his name? Daryl. Yeah, from Walking Dead. Um, He's in Boondock Saints. Who I, who I kind of like. But anyways, hey, that guy looks. Boondock Saints. He's way better in Boondock Saints. I He's think. way better Whatever. in Boondock Saints. So yeah. I've only seen him in Walking Dead. And he looks like how he should sound in Walking Dead. Uh, he looks kind of like he'd have that that sort of hick accent. So when he was talking like a normal person, I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? Who is this guy? Why does he sound like like this?" Well, he could also threw, have threw him with a bad Irish accent. Oh uh, man! But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Persona. Oh, yeah, I said Persona Five not winning best music. Maybe he's sad. Uh, the game Valley of the Gods looked cool. Yeah, it did look cool. Yeah. What, what was it called? Oh, and co- Valley of the Gods. Valley? You'll probably hate it. Yeah, you probably hate it because it looks like a cartoon. But I like cartoons. Do you? You see, you hate everything happy. <laughs> it just it looks cool. Like I can't. It does Like look the cool. gameplay of it is it just taking pictures or like exploring? Rooms? I don't know. It looks that's I what didn't... it looks like to me, but I actually have no idea. I didn't play Firewatch. It's the same developers as Firewatch, oh, yeah. but I heard good things. Yeah. I wanted to play Firewatch. That looked really cool. There's also a part where Conan uh, O'Brien who I actually I'm pretty funny. He was just doing like the, the, the summary of uh, like the five games, I think for best of the year. And he yeah, tossed funny. persona after reading the back of persona five, which was, was actually quite funny. Yeah. And he then threw the game, called it trash or whatever. Yeah. And it upset Jordan. Yeah. Friend of the show, Jordan. I was uh, the whole, the whole time I was watching this. I was also kind of paying attention to like the discord chat uh, and um, the Google chat that we have for bonus barrel. And uh, in the discord chat, Jordan was just like, I can't believe he did that. Like, even as a joke, I can't believe he did that. You don't do that to Persona 5. And it was just really funny. She was so yeah. upset. Also, uh, in terms of Persona 5 music, like, the orchestra that was playing it, I was not <laughs> I was not a fan of Guitar Guy and, like, Electric Cello Lady. When she was, like, calm and playing, it was fine. But when she started going all cray-cray, I was like, holy fuck, you're making this sound <laughs> like shit. Just calm the fuck down. <laughs> but anyway, and I think they got rid of Guitar Guy because he was only there at the beginning and then I didn't see him towards the end. So they were just like, they're probably listening to you. Yeah, like, they're get, probably just like, oh, get, this guy yeah. sucks. No, like, I don't know if it was, like, their audio setup where it just sounded really, really muddy, but I didn't like that part. I was like, you guys could have done way better. It was no video games live. I will say that. No, but the rest of the orchestra I found was pretty good. Um, Why did they should yeah. get video games live to perform? It seems the most logical thing, but I guess these awards are anything but, but reasonable and in good, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So, overall, how would you damage the VGA? Full. You didn't watch it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shelby, what would you give? Uh, I'd say about half. We did get I'd that one... great. Uh, uh, fuck oh the my Oscars. God. Jo- jo- Jose. Joseph. Forsyth, I think Joseph. 
Joseph Forsay. I, I, I think I got mixed around. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck he was like Oscars, people were making man. jokes about it. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah. People were making jokes about him being like Tommy Wiseau light, and I agree. I see <laughs> it. I love and I love Tommy Wiseau. He so anytime there's like, a. He was tired. <laughs> he was great. I love them. Mm-hmm. More of him next year. He wouldn't let Keeley go on. It was awesome. Yeah. Really, just, probably really I've annoying. I've never felt somebody become uh, a meme just instantly like like that. Like he was just <laughs> bam meme done. He really was. There was no thought. But anyway. <laughs> uh, one other thing before topic, uh, we watched a, a new horror movie, a holiday horror movie for the time of year. We watched we 2015's. Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. I see that. I see, I've seen that. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it's not bad. It's good I good fun. Yeah. I didn't. I I liked most of it until the ending. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I guess great. I'm overly positive. It was. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Can you, Krampus. We were saying as we watched it, Krampus is a fucking amazing silhouette. Oh, big time. Yeah. 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 Very Scary. cool looking. He had a big mouth. Well, he's yeah, kind of he had kind of a bit of a creep face going on. I thought I liked it. Thing. I thought it was cool. It was certainly different from your your traditional horror movie, like the whole you know magic uh, storm and wasn't just some creeper in the bushes at night. He was a creeper in the in the winter that he brought at night, and his helpers were pretty cool too. Oh, well, the Jack a lot of fun. In the box man! Holy yeah. shit, that thing was terrifying. There's some really fun <laughs> creature designs yeah. in that movie. So yeah, that was fun. Krampus. And we also tried the first episode, Dark. I don't remember anything about it. That was cool. It was like um, the it's a little town in Germany where mm. apparently the crime rate is super low, but this kid has gone missing. Uh, and also there's like this weird mystery about like I, who I'm assuming is like the main character. His dad like killed himself for some reason. But they also live super close to like a nuclear plant. And it also mm. takes place in 2019. And like they're also putting a bit of emphasis on the fact that they're putting this nuclear plant like out of commission. But... It's, like, I think the only one in Germany or one of the only ones that has gone without, like, an accident. Um, but then you find out, like, uh, through the thing, like, there's some weird shit going on. There's, like, either a monster or, like, some creepy dude who's kidnapping people. So, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. We don't know why, uh, but he puts them in these this creepy fucking room with, like, old 80s music videos playing in the background. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, creepy wallpaper. And there's, like, a weird, weird. electric chair in the middle of it. It's fucked up. But yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. So I, in, Dark. in in the interest of, of new TV shows, I don't know. Mm. I started watching this new show called Happy based off a graphic novel. Have you heard of it? No. So it's I mean, a, I've heard of happy being happy. Yeah, okay. The the feeling of happiness. You've, yeah, you're, for, you're familiar that. with that concept. Okay. Um, it, seems, it seems fun. It's it's like this like very dark, gritty. It's, it kind of reminds me of like Sin City, just how it's just like people, you know, get shot and there's just bullets blazing all over the place. But it's basically about this guy who's like a former cop, but he sees an imaginary friend of a little girl who's been captured and he's like a low life degenerate and he's working oh, with I've an imaginary this. friend. I read this. I've read this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I watched the first episode and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, and Pat Oswald is the voice of the... Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's the voice of Happy, who's the imaginary blue horse. Oh. Did it make you happy to watch it? It did make me happy. It there was, was, um, was there, Were there creepy Santa things in it? Like, I think there was... There's a part where he's, like, going to a mall, I think. Yeah, it I takes place during Christmas. It takes yeah, place okay. during Christmas, so that's kind of has this Christmas theme to it, you know, yeah. diehard style. It looks cool. Uh, well, from what I read, anyway, I, I liked it. But uh, when I was reading it, the first like couple issues had only come out. Uh, so yeah, I was borrowing it from 
I have a, a friend whose dad is like super into comic collecting and last time I was down for Christmas actually is when I read it so it's pretty cool yeah it's a TV show now yeah. and it's good nice. check it out nice do you guys have uh, any favorite holiday shows do you watch regularly this time um, of year I like usually marathoning all the Lord of the Rings movies around Christmas time okay. uh, mm-hmm. me and my brother and my sister usually watch them all I like doing cool. that yeah I was thinking like ones that were themed towards the time of year, but that is also super cool. So you have like a it, time of year when you watch a bunch yeah, of yeah. It like, just it feels movies. like a Christmas movie, I guess. I don't know. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's cool though. Or they feel you know like uh, movies anyway. f- a fun little little fact factoid: uh, the fight between Goku and Frieza uh, in Dragon Ball, the whole like hundred episodes, takes place on December twenty fourth. So, uh, it's te- so I guess that could so be a Christmas Christmas episode. Something I found about like last year. I thought it was kind of funny. Anyways, that wasn't my point. I, but I was just thinking today when I was waking up, just my mind was kind of drifting back to holiday shows as a kid. And I remember the stupid show. I hated the show, but I kind of remember the Christmas episode a little bit. It was called a show called What a Mess. Have you heard of it? Oh, with like stick figure? fucking dog. No, no. it's a, that's think, sticking around. Yeah, I think it's sticking around. No, you're, you're, it's dog he looks dumb as fuck you look it up anyways uh yeah i was just remembering that and then there was other shows when i was a kid that were quite popular and some people love the charlie brown stuff like the christmas oh charlie right brown what thing. a mess i just googled it i know what you're talking about what a mess i don't know i like to watch gremlins around christmas time oh cool That's a good um one. i like gremlins a lot it's one of those like christmas movie not really christmas movie kind of thing i should watch so that it's it's fun to watch I mean, I've seen it when I was a kid, but literally that's the last time I've watched it. Oh, seriously? You haven't? I, yeah. I try to watch Gremlins. Gremlins and Night Before Christmas are typically my, my two holiday movies I like to watch. So Maybe maybe uh, maybe we'll get one of those in before the end of the year. There you go. Who knows? Who knows? All right. That's cool. I have other stuff. Oh, there's one other thing I want to mention. Xenoblade. Uh, I've been playing that game oh, yes. for a Switch. Very, very fun. Megan cannot look at the screen whenever the main heroine is on the screen. Her name is Pyra. And she she hates the design so much and the placement of the breasts uh, that she's like distracted whenever it comes on because it's so big bad. There are some boobs in that game. Some big tatas. Yeah, some big tatas, not big, armor. Tatas. Big old bitties. Oh my it's god! Not, it's I haven't not heard that, that since like middle school. <laughs> it's not that they're like massive. That it is it is problematic in some ways, but the placement they're kind of high up. They look they look a little odd. And I'm pretty sure someone told me that a hentai artist was the main character designer. Oh, uh, gross. So that would explain it. But, I mean, it's yeah, really it just, just a couple characters. It. I mean, don't let that ruin the whole game. The rest of the game is, is fine. There's mechs in it. Uh, you like that. The mechs aren't scantily clad, so that's nice. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, It doesn't bother me much. I kind of just got used to it. And she's the only character like that. Um, but I mean, no, that's not true. There's other characters like that. She's the only main character like that. The other other women character in the team so far are like fully covered. So I don't know. Anyways, it was it, it might be something for another topic some other day. Uh, but yeah, weird weird design choice. Otherwise, the game is quite fun. Yeah, uh, ca- cast your equip your blade and become the best driver when playing Xenoblade Chronicles Two exclusive for Nintendo Switch. Uh, all right, next topic. 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 Okay. Well, 
Well, we're back. And left well, topic. Well, it? so it's a little different. So, um, and we we kind of flip flopped a little bit on this, and uh, probably Shelby's not prepared because I haven't spoken to her. I'm for not a while. either. It's good. So we're talking about board games, and at first we were talking about I was thinking of doing like a video game board game thing, but we're going straight into bo actual board games and oh. what ones we like. Um, because for me, one I did play board games. So every Christmas, um, when I was a kid, um, my aunt, uncle, and cousin would come over and they'd kind of like hang out Christmas Eve, and then we would go there Christmas Day. And my cousin and I, pretty much all we would do would be play board games. Um, so board games, when I was a kid, was always a really big part of Christmas. Uh, so I thought it would be fun for us to talk about some board games. Maybe if you played around Christmas, um, or just board games in general. You know, what do you like? What do you don't like? So. Let's start. Let's start with some the classic because it also has to do with Christmas, uh, and that is Monopoly. And the reason why I want to bring this up because not only is it like a super obviously uh, old famous game, but uh, Megan's Megan and her mom hate hate Monopoly. Good, I appreciate her dad, her, that they hate Monopoly. I also hate Monopoly. Her dad likes likes it, uh, and I don't particularly like dislike or like it but i thought it was funny to always try and make them play because of how much they hated catopoly so or, <laughs> well he had sorry the version catopoly there's like a version there's like every version of monopoly i actually have a nintendo monopoly somewhere that was i have i have the zelda monopoly which is pretty cool uh i, I want the dragon ball monopoly even though i will probably I, I don't like i ever play it but anyways so uh i always try to get them to play <laughs> every year because her mom hates it so much i'm like let's play some catopoly let's do it and then there and so this year we have to play we are playing it again so i will once again and, and by the way i get angry within like the first 10 minutes to play monopoly i fucking hate playing that game but I'll do it because it, it's uh, it brings misery to others, the people Jesus. I love most in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Catopoly, uh, you guys like you guys. So none of us like Monopoly. It seems Shelby, do you like it? Uh, I c it could go either way. It depends. Um, sometimes, like uh, with a game like that, I w I would really enjoy it if people would just you know take their turns one after the other and not spend five thousand years fucking deliberating what they're gonna fucking do. Uh, right. That pisses me off. I'm just like, just hurry up. It doesn't. Like what you're gonna either buy this thing or you're gonna like it just shut the fuck up go go <laughs> on let's let's move on like I don't anyway uh, if 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 people are being slow in playing it I then that's when I'm like I'm done I'm not doing this anymore but otherwise <laughs> good times awesome yeah uh okay uh, I definitely have more but let's go around what what about you how about you Shelby what what's what's a board game that you like um so this is just um. It's um, the version that we had was uh, Halo, and it was uh, Risk, which I actually okay. really like. Halo, I like Halo Risk. Risk? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, um, and actually in Halo Risk, you can play as um, I think you you get four packs of like little character things. So you've got like um, just like your grunt like Marines and stuff, or UNSC, and there's a, like a little Master Chief in there. Like you know how they're all split into units. So you'd have like I think your little grunt dudes were just Marines, and then you'd have like. Um, Master Chief was kind of like what you would get, like your cavalry or whatever, I think. And then uh, the the biggest unit might have been a tank. And then uh, for all the other versions, like there was um, the Flood. Uh, and then you also had uh, the uh, Brutes and also the uh, the Elites. So, yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, like, I... That's also like another game where if people don't hurry up, I get really impatient. <laughs> But yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Awesome. Uh, I've I've played Risk as well. Not the Halo one, of course, but 
uh, definitely played Risk, and oh, I, I, I'm not good. I fucking suck at strategy games, so I never have fun. <laughs> I never, I never have fun. But what I always do is just go for Australia and just stay in there as long. That as That seems to be like a, a technique that everybody knows about is to just start there and well, if you're lucky enough to start there anyway, that and then you just yeah. kind of like defend your position. That's yeah. pretty much all I would do, and uh, I was too afraid to go anywhere else. <laughs> so I'm bad at those games. So I, I played a lot of Risk um, back in in my day. Um, I played or classic Risk. I played Future Risk a lot, and I played Risk Godstorm, which is like Zeus and Odin and all like these different pantheon of gods um mm-hmm. the future risk is really fun because you can do you have like special abilities you can have a diplomat a nuclear commander a submarine commander a space commander and they all have special abilities and i like the diplomat because he could basically cause a ceasefire so if someone attack you you're like oh ceasefire can't do anything um so I, I had a lot of fun with that um but yeah I, i've always liked risk games and pretty much all modern risk games rob no longer allow you to just sit in australia um you I'm can sad. you can get there from other methods now um so the australia strategy which was the strategy for like Mm -hmm. 20 years um is dead now um yeah rest in peace you need something to mix it up right you probably get there by boat now i assume or something yeah you can you can go i think from like uh south america can there's a there's a bridge you can take kind of thing um but yeah so some games that i really like so when i was a kid i used to play life a lot um but me too I'll, i'll just say i hate that game now um, it's terrible, and I don't think I'd ever play it again. But I did love it. The wheel, though, it the, did the, have the, the wheel. wheel. And that then, cool. and then, like when you were a little kid, and then like you got married, and you put like a boy in your car, and you're like, ha ha, and you just, I, I don't know, it was dumb. I was that, a kid. Yeah, you're like, ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And All well, right. like, yeah. So you you just do silly things like that. Um, so it was, it was it was it's a dumb game, and I don't think I'd ever play it today. Um, but um, my all time favorite game as a kid, and something I would still love to play today. And this is this is like the most 90s board game ever because it comes with a VHS, but that's a nightmare. Nightmare, Gosh. yeah, yes, yeah. That's on my list too. I love Nightmare. I used to play Nightmare every Christmas, which makes no sense because it does not fit Christmas. <laughs> but every every year, my cousin and my brother we would play Nightmare, and I love that game. And so, Do you have it? No, I don't. Oh. Um, do, have you ever played it, Shelby? I'm just. It sounds really familiar, but I want to say it's like. Is there like a weird? Like Grim Reaper announcer dude. Yes, that. exactly. Yeah, okay, so I have to so, like this. Guy. The game, Shit. the game. <laughs> The game takes 60 minutes, so once you put the VHS in, a timer begins, and, and it's going to be over in 60 minutes. If you don't win in 60 minutes, the gatekeeper, which is what the, the Grim Reaper <laughs> dude is called, um, will will win the game, and then everyone loses. So it's really funny. So so the way the game is, you put the VHS in, and then he'll talk and tell you the rules, and then the timer will appear. And then anytime um, he shows up, there's like a big crack of lightning, and then he's just like, me, you and then you have to oh say, <laughs> you have to say, yes, my gatekeeper, or you get oh like God. banished and stuff like that. Oh, how is, does he know? You, 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 you as obviously part of the honor system, but your team, your other people would be like, you didn't say yes, my gatekeeper, you gotta go. Oh, you're, at, you're not, you're not, out. you're not allies. You're, you know, um, you're all, all for one here. Um, and I, I just love the game. It's, it's so fun. It's, it's got this weird theme and all the different characters are like, there's like a mummy and a werewolf and stuff like that. And, and I can't, you got, you have to, 
the point of the big dumb keys or something. Yes, yeah. So at the very beginning of the game, you you write your greatest fear on a key or a card, and you put that in the middle, and then you have to get all the different colored keys to get to the middle. And if you get to the middle and you unveil the card and it's your greatest fear, you just lose immediately. Um, So the whole point is to get to the middle and not have your greatest fear come up. Well, that would that would be best. And I loved it. I mean, it's a great game. I wish I still had it, but I don't even have a VHS player. So. If you had it and I was able to play it, I would. I would play it for sure. <laughs> uh, well, so I have. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say that. That was like my Christmas game, which is really funny. I have a shit ton of games to talk about. Surprisingly, I just been jotting them down. Uh, so my all-time favorite board game to play now, I think, would be Settlers of Catan. Yes. Somehow I'm good it's at that game. game. I don't know why, because I'm again not good at strategy, but I might be okay at, at kind of manipulating people a little bit while playing board games. And so I used to do really well playing uh, settlers enough to get my old friend Ben really angry because I would turn people against him, pretty obviously, and he would just lose his shit. And at one time, one <laughs> one time, uh, I, I sneezed on the board and moved some pieces around, and he was so angry that he flipped the board off the table and stormed out of the room. <laughs> The old table was, flip. Oh yeah, God. I don't think I've ever seen anybody flip a table before. It was amazing. It was Jesus. so funny. He that's, was so mad. That's one of those things <laughs> that like you hear of happening, but it's never actually happened to me either. Agreed. Agreed. But that, I remember that distinctly because again, it doesn't happen to anybody. It was just I. We could have fixed the pieces when I sneezed. Sneezing was just funny because he was so mad because I kept getting people to make deals with me and not him. And he was going. He was just getting so angry. He's like. He's just yelling. He's like, he's 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 tricking you. You're taking his. Don't listen to him. He's winning because I always make it seem like I'm not doing really well. And uh, and but but uh, yeah. So then I, after all that, after him freaking out, I sneezed and pieces were moved. And then he just that was the breaking point for him. And he he flipped it and left the room. It was really funny. Probably one of the funniest gaming experiences I've ever had. But uh, yeah, I love settlers. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Resource management. Settlers is great. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Have you played? Have you both played settlers? Yeah, I used to play. Actually, uh, in my second year of college, uh, my roommate uh, she loved it, and she had like all the expansions and shit for it. So we used to play it a lot. It was pretty good. It's a it's a lot of fun. That's another game I'd play anytime. Yeah, Yeah. I have it, Uh, and I have a couple expansions for it. I play I play quite a bit. So nice, good. You probably do much. I haven't played in years, but I really I really like the game. I'd play it again. Um, I have a lot of games, but I guess we'll just keep going around until until you run out of games, and I'll just go with the rest of them. <laughs> so, Shelby, you got other board games you like? Yeah. Um, I just want to, I guess, have, like, a small honorable mention for uh, any card game I've ever played with my grandmother and my hmm. grandfather. My grandmother, I don't know what the fuck, like, she is just... She wins everything. I don't know how, like, but it it's you know at at Christmas time we'd usually play like uh, there's a card game called Sevens I think it was called. Uh, we used to play that. We used to play Twenty Twos. Used to play like all these different kinds of just games that she would teach us how to play. She's fucking amazing at like Skippo. I don't even fucking know how she does it, but it's like <laughs> oh my god, she wins everything. Uh, so shout shout out to her. Shout out to, to Nana. Fucking years. Not Christy. Nana. Her name is May May. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my bad. Sorry, sorry, May May. <laughs> it's May May. Uh, no, her name is just Louise. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, she's she's just uh, unbelievable. Anyway, I don't know if it's luck or if she made some kind of like deal with the devil or something. I've no. Let me ask idea. you these questions. Do you play at her place? No. Okay. Where are you it playing was, with her she, cards? They, what? Is it her cards you're playing with? Nope. 
Oh shit. I know. She's it's crazy. <laughs> it has it's to be the up. devil. <laughs> it has to be yeah, the devil. Signed signed a pack of the devil. That makes uh, more sense. <laughs> but otherwise, uh fucking can't not mention Yahtzee. Yahtzee <laughs> the best. Hey, wasn't no, there a shout like out that VGA? Was there a shout out to Yahtzee during VGA? Yeah, by Conan, Conan did. Yeah, oh, there you go. He licked the side of the box. That was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Yahtzee something that uh, it's probably like one of the first like, I guess, game games playing like other than like fucking Go Fish and, and t- those card games and shit. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that game. Uh, my mom's really into it. She loves Yahtzee. We used to have like, um, you know, you used to be able to get these uh, little, they almost, they almost looked like Game Boys, but it was just like one thing for Yahtzee, I guess. So it was hmm. just like a little handheld thing that you would play, and it was just oh, like the, the Tiger game. Electronic stuff. Yeah. So my mom uh, had one of those that she always had the high score on. Uh, some I would always get close, but never, never quite there. Uh, but yeah, we also used to play just like the actual physical version and stuff. Um, br- my brother wasn't a huge fan of it. Uh, of course, <laughs> when my grandmother played, she kicked her asses. Of course. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. My dad would get frustrated uh, a lot of times, and. Also, uh, mom, you, they come with little scorecards that you can reuse, uh, mm. like the bottoms and stuff. My mom used to get like annoyed when we wouldn't reuse them. It was like a waste <laughs> of paper and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> where Where did you guys like to play it the most? Where do we like to play? Yeah. Kitchen table usually. Not Not on a yacht. See. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. So, uh, sorry. Uh, hey, that's a game too. It is right. Which one was that? Uh, that was the uh, one where you kind of go around the, around the board and you like uh, knock you, people around and stuff. yeah, you knock people around. <laughs> we used to play that a lot too, but uh, that was a game that would everybody would get mad, so we stopped playing it. Uh, just because if you knock somebody back and they were like, "Can't believe you fucking did that," and then like silence for the rest of the game, it just wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> Family board games. Family yeah. board games. <laughs> Woo! Anyway. What what's what what the next one there left? So, as an adult, this is, like, my favorite board game. Um, it's something I... I it, it's a marathon game, though. So, it's... I don't know if Shelby... Maybe it was around when we played it once. But it's, like, called Arkham Horror. It's all Cthulhu-based kind of game. Um, not, no. And then there's a sequel to it called... Well, a, a new version called Eldritch Horror, which is a little more streamlined. So, the game itself takes about four, maybe five hours to play. Um, depending on how many people, but about four to five people will be about four to five hours. And um, how, how a game kind of works is that there's like Cthulhu who is stirring in his sleep and gates are being... And you're traveling through the fictional city of Arkham as created by Lovecraft. And you uh, it's kind of like an RPG board game. So you have a full stats, full item list, and you get engaged into fights with monsters. Um, but the point of the game is to seal six... Um, gates that open up to other worlds, and once you seal all six gates, uh, the balance is restored to the world, and you're good. Um, but it takes a really long time to play. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very thematic, and you read encounter cards, and you know they kind of like go on and on and on in some cases. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's something, as like I said, as an adult that I absolutely love to play. It's something me and m- my friends play on, on a fairly regular basis. We actually haven't played for a couple months, but uh, we used to play it regularly. Um, and I, I love it. Like I said, it takes a long time to play, so it, it's one of those games where it's just like, you need to have that, you need the people to commit for like a full evening to play this game. So it's not something I get a chance to play very often, but I absolutely love it. 
And uh, it's it's one of those modern board games as an adult that, you know, when I was a kid, I'd play games like Monopoly and Life and Sorry. And it's just like, that's what I thought board games were. And then as I grew up and then I kind of discovered like this game and in Catan and things like that. And then I realized that board games can have a lot more depth and they're a lot funner than these Milton Bradley ones kind of started you off with. Not that those games are terrible, but... It's a good place for kids to play, but it's good to see that the board game market for adults is still still a thing that that's around. Because I love I love these games. Alive and kicking, man! You got her. All right, I guess so many. Um, okay, Munchkin. Munchkin, uh, you good. know, card card yeah. based quote unquote board game, but they're all kind of in the same same group. Um, I I like I have uh, I own the Adventure Time Munchkin, Superhero Munchkin, and the regular Munchkin, and basically it's kind of this fuck. How do I explain it? Uh, you basically drawing cards and kicking in the door. Yeah, you kick in the means, door, which flips a card over. And if it's a monster, you fight it. If it's a trap, you get hit by the trap, et cetera, et cetera. And what you're doing is you're basically collecting gear and stuff, and and building up points. And when you get to ten points, you win, but you can lose points or or levels. I guess they call it right. I think, Le- I think levels. Le- yeah. Anyways, you, you get you get first the ten points, levels, whatever, what have you. Then you win, and a lot there's a lot of backstabbing and trading items. And if you die, you lose all your items that go out to the board, and it's a very brutal game, uh, a lot of lies and, and, and hatred and manipulation and, and backstabbing uh, and fun. A lot of fun, too. <laughs> and you, it's cool thing about Munchkin is you can kind of mix and match if you want. Like, you could have all – they seem to all work together more or less. So if you want superhero and fantasy mixed together, you can. So your, 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 uh, your dwarf or whatever could have, like, a laser gun. And it's kind of funny, too, because you pick your, your – it's supposed to be your character is your gender and then you pick a race and stuff. But you can, like – your gender can get switched during yeah, the game. Yeah, right, right. Some right. cards will affect other genders and and races and whatnot. So it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. If you like D anD D, which is kind of where it gets its roots, uh, you'll very much like likely like this game. Have you played it before, Shelby? Uh, no, I have not. I had friends who played it that were really into it, but otherwise, nope. We should play it sometime. It's pretty yeah. fun. Pretty fun. Pretty enjoyable. All right. I got. What what, what else you guys got? Um, I'm not. A huge board game or board game player. I did like uh, Settlers of Catan was pretty good. Um, nice, but I liked. Fuck! What the fuck was that name of that game? Uh, Resistance. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that one's fun. And also, I guess in the same vein is um, Avalon. That wolf. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the werewolf. Werewolf of Waverly Hall or something. I can't remember what the. It's fuck it's it's, called, it's pretty much the same idea. Yeah, but it's just like usually um, you'll have like a group of people who are. I don't know, like traitors or just spies or something. At least in Resistance, it was it was spies or the red team, and you'd have your people of or your group of people who were agents. And I guess the whole point of it was to was to go around and kind of complete, I guess, missions or just uh, make sure the spies aren't found out. And it, a lot of it relies on, uh, I guess, what you call like a, a poker system, where it's like you can't like reveal anything or like you're trying to lie. Uh, and make yourself not seem suspicious because if they find you out, then you're out of the game, kind of thing. Uh, and I guess the you get k- taken out of the game, and I guess it's the last one. I think I can't remember exactly how it works, but we did play a lot of that in uh, in college actually for acting class. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was fun. I liked it. I also like the I think I like the wolf one more because that one is just there's uh, somebody who's a werewolf and every night somebody is killed kind of thing oh yeah I know. and you got to find out like or you use the clues that you have to find out uh who it is and blah blah, blah. but yeah it's good all times right. i right. like those games 
We're like running. That. We're running a little long. Rob, you said yeah. you have a list. Do you want to just I have give, a few more? I give, run yeah, through. Go, right. through, go through some honorable mentions for us. Apples, apples, and Cards Against Humanity. I'm sure. Oh, Cards you Against guys, Humanity. <laughs> I think most people have played those games. Not, not a you. big Cards fan anymore. I got really bored. But yeah, keep show, going. It shows you the the, the darkest thoughts of people. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you remember any any particular combos you've played, Shelby, <laughs> to win the game? Uh, no, it's been a while since we used to play it online too. Is there an online version? Not like yeah, official, I played that but, one. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't remember actually. I do remember, but I think I just won't say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you guys remember Trouble? Yeah, yes. Oh, I remember it's a jingle get like Trouble, Trouble, trouble yeah. Pop about a Trouble. It's fun yeah. getting into trouble. It's not yeah. fun to get in trouble. It's not that great. <laughs> uh, there's Operation, that's a classic. That is a classic. Uh, it's never the first jump scare game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, snakes and ladders. Who doesn't remember snakes and ladders? Oh, is it is it snakes and ladders or shoots and ladders? Or it could be shoots. And, uh, okay. Both, isn't it? Yeah, that's both. what I'm saying. Like, that's... I think there's two different ones. Right. One to sna- I, I could be wrong, but shoots and ladders definitely sounds right. But so does snakes and ladders. Though. Maybe maybe snakes yeah. and ladders is like the Canadian version. Or maybe like came out after like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the new version. Like, oh, now you played. You think you know shoots and ladders? Well, now we have snakes yeah. and ladders. <laughs> Uh, now, a favorite childhood game of mine. This is what so uh, people who listen to the show probably know that uh, I did not grow up with a lot of money, and so there's a lot of board games that I that I like to play or wanted to play really bad. I saw in commercials and whatnot. Uh, I couldn't actually get at least not new because board games uh, may surprise people, but are actually quite expensive. Uh, but one I wanted a lot, and I'm pretty sure I got it at a yard sale. Probably never complete, but was Mouse Trap because yes. I thought Mouse Trap was the coolest fucking thing. Ever yeah, like my cousin had that game and it was just like fuck you. The, com- never had it either. Yeah. the commercials made it look amazing. It's yeah. still fun to play once you get it going. Like setting it up is the hardest part. Yeah, to like, but like, and I, I go like ahead. I would play. I would play with it with my my regular toys like my Ninja Turtle toys and make death traps with the actual pieces. Yeah, because you know you're getting friends together. Like who has friends, right? No, no kid <laughs> has friends, right? You grew up alone by yourself. Yeah. That's how it works, right? Everybody. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, so I would play it with my my toys sometimes, and uh, I, or or you know if I get other people to play it. But I love most of the commercial. Like like Lef said, that's a that's a good '90s nostalgic hit. Is just watching the the, the most trap commercial. It's a good hit. Fucking man. love it. Good hit. Go give it a hit yeah. of that '90s nostalgia, dude. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although I my my younger cousin had it, um, and uh, I didn't understand how to play it. Like I'm just like, what do I do? Just catch the mouse? Like I didn't get it. It was a weird game. It what was all it was all idiot. flash and no sustenance. But no, uh, there's a game there. Yeah. You you try not to land on the trap parts. But you weren't controlling the mouse. Yeah, you do. No, you were trying to catch the mouse. There's like four or five different mice. You you each controlled one. All right, we'll have to come back to this later. Okay, we'll revisit it. Let's try and get it. Uh, another. So these next two games are games that again I had pieces of, and and I have tried playing it in full, but they're so especially for someone in grade two or three, they're so complicated. And the, the first one I'm talking about is Hero Quest. Which oh is, yeah. If you look it up, it has one of the coolest fucking box art. Definitely. It looks like something Frazetta did. Uh, or like something I ripped out of Conan or, or, or something along those lines. But it was, again, kind of a and d inspired, inspired game. And you would get these pieces that you would be making dungeons with like little bookshelves and shit. And you have these cool little figures. I would just play with the figures and make my own like little D&D shit going on. But but the point is like you would just be going through these dungeons and you and you had like you could play like the warrior, barbarian, barbarian and the wizard and shit. And it was just it was so neat because you could do you had like a quote unquote dungeon master who, who kind of played against the players and. Uh, I'm going off a really shady memory, but I remember the book being massive and yeah. just kind of confusing. But I, lo- I, lo- I really liked 
liked it. I used to get pieces of it as well and play with it. So, you know, um, and similar to that was the Jurassic Park game, board game, which I could never get to work properly. I don't know what the hell I was doing with that game. But I, I love Jurassic Park, so I remember liking that one a lot. And kind of like that is all, that I never actually played but really wanted was the Pokemon uh, late 90s, early 2000s board game. That one always seemed pretty cool. Um, and then there was – this is a game I don't particularly like very much, but Jordan loves it, and that's Clue. Yes, Clue's Fr- good. Friend of the yeah. show makes us play yeah. at least once a year. So I, I still have, have played Clue up until recently. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say Hero Quest is absolutely mm. amazing. I love Hero <laughs> Quest, and it's it's you have it's it? published by uh, Games Workshop, which do Warhammer. Oh, um, cool. Do you so do you own the game? I don't have Hero Quest, Fuck. but God damn it, I wish. But it, I think they're doing like it's an anniversary thing soon or something like that. So I've been if seeing a lot it, about it because I, I I follow Games Workshop a lot because of Warhammer. So I've been seeing right. a lot of Hero Quest stuff lately. Um, and I just want to also add to this mention mm. list: uh, Thirteen Dead End Drive. <laughs> yeah. Also, also a great game. I only played that once or twice, so I can't remember any yeah. of the rules, but I definitely remember that game. It's all about just, like, killing someone. It's like Clue, um, but, like, reverse Clue. Like, you're killing them rather than solving oh. the mystery. Uh, and this last one of mention of Oops. mine is one that was one of the first board games I ever got. I got it at some secondhand store. Uh, and you guys may or may not have heard of it, but I definitely recommend Googling it. It's Milton Bradley Super Mario Bros. Um, it, it was like, the I don't even think Mario 3 was out at this point. And uh, if you look it up, it's really strange. It came with these four cards and like four giant cards, which were like the side scrolling of a Super Mario level. And uh, I think I think you took turns controlling Mario. Again, I have not played this in years. I can't quite remember, but you're basically moving Mario through these kind of four stages to Bowser. And there's like little cards and you collect coins. And I, I honestly can't remember much else about it. Just that I liked it. I think I had most of it as a kid. And Again, I think I, it makes me sound like I had friends as a kid. It always sounds like I don't. But I think when I was home, there's no internet and I didn't have much, much video games. So I would just play with whatever I had or nearby. And that includes playing with pieces of board games. Because I'm pretty sure I used to move Mario through the stages on my own for no reason. Just because I, I like Mario. And um, yeah, I definitely. I, I, guys, I had friends. I promise. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, Mario, Mario game is pretty cool. And that's that's my list. There's okay. more, I'm sure. Solid list. But um, one thing I wanted to say is just this, talking about board games and shit like this really makes me think that collecting board games would be pretty fun. It could like be. They would, yeah. they would display well. They would display nicely like video games do. It would be hard to get, cool. get the yeah. box in good shape. Yeah, the, the would boxes be. would probably be pretty rough. The old, the old Ninja Turtle game from like the 80s was really cool too. That's another one. Had some rad art on it. I don't remember how it played. Maybe, maybe it was shit, but it looked really cool. <laughs> any other any other board game stuff? Are we ending it? We uh, there's there's a lot of there's, I just want to end it with there's a lot of really good board games, both old and modern. Um, Ticket to Ride, Sheriff of Nottingham. There, there's a lot of really really good board games out there. Um, yeah, and um, if you we have a board game cafe here. Um, I've never actually been, but. I would love to yeah, go sometime, good. and if uh, if you do have one in your, your area and you don't own any of these board games, hit one of those places up. They have a lot of these just for you to play for an hour or two, um, so check them out through these, the one in, these places. I've been to one board game cafe in Halifax, 
and so P1 and P2 could go there, and there it was go. it was a lot of fun. I had a blast that 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 day when I went there. there and go. when I go see video games live, I'm definitely going to go to the board game cafe when I'm there. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, fucking here's been our episode. Board games and, and a lot of we had a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> Shelby and I yelled at each other. Um, that never happens. That never happens. So it was, it was very never. shocking, yeah. and we had technical issues, which never happens as well. So it's been a, it's been a pretty standard episode of Bonus Barrel. But thank you all for listening. CartridgeClub.org. Uh, uh, I'm gonna plug those guys. They need, they need all the help they can get. Uh, P2, who takes most of the funds for himself that they get through Patreon and whatnot to fuel his various addictions. Uh, we really got to get him all the help that he can get, because you know drugs don't buy themselves. So thank you all for listening. Uh. This is Rob and Shelby <laughs> and Les. Have a good one and happy holidays.